上热。Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story Two, Toy Story, or one minute at a time. My name is John, like like Die Harder. Thank you. Yeah. 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 My name is Jeb. Um, <laughs> you have something to say? No. You sounded like you were gonna go into a whole a whole speech. I was just. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, this minute starts with Buzz killing a robot. Again, kills so many. He's such a mur- murderer of robots. I guess it's okay of, if they're robots. Yeah, of things that have like feelings and living well, we, souls. We don't know how sentient these bots are. They don't have souls, though. Like, Well, sure. Were they created by a man and a woman? Um, then they don't matter. Adam and Eve weren't created by a man and a woman. God. They're created in the image of God, which makes it them the exception. This is our Bible minute. The Bible, we do the Bible one minute at a time. We, just, <laughs> we each read for a minute, and then we come back and discuss what we read. Yep, but, which is vastly different, and it gets more different as time goes on because mm-hmm. of different reading speeds. Yeah, and translations and all sorts of things. Yeah, versions. Yeah, that's not virgins. Virgins. Yeah, yes. like seventy-two of them. Like Mary. What? That's not the Bible. <laughs> I know. That's not even the Quran. It's just a thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this it yeah, this movie it starts with that and ends with also Sprock Zadathustra. The the song thing. <laughs> Jeb, we don't have time. Anyway. <laughs> so Buzz's laser is also a Star War. And yeah. I love that. Like, first of all, the enemies in this video game are very easy, because this is a one-shot. Yeah, one-shot kill. Yep. Boom, headshot. Mm-hmm. 360 no-scope. But, <laughs> somehow this this bot, this robot, is programmed so if you shoot the eyeball off, it retracts back into the thing, and still opens the door! Weird, right? Why does why the door open? I have a theory that this is all just a big ploy to get... Buzz, Buzz down there? down there, face-to-face with Zerg. Why? I don't know. I don't know the reasoning, but then, like, he gets in there, and Zerg is, like, very aware that Buzz is alive, and he has, like, his tracking yeah, Buzz Zerg in the big Z. Thing. Yeah. Like, Everything is a Z. Even... <laughs> yeah, even the entrance is kind of a Z. Everything is Z. Yeah. He has his aesthetic. <laughs> and he Sid. goes with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's what would happen if Zid... Zid? Zid, wow. <laughs> Zerg is Sid, but just like if he grew up in outer space. Out- Jeb, he did grow up in outer space. The Earth is in outer space. Oh, on a different planet. On oh. Uh, I believe you mean Zergthung? Yeah, that. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, yes, Zergthung. Yeah. Zergthung. If he grew up on Zergthung. <laughs> Buzz also, he has to turn on his glow-in-the-dark. It doesn't go on automatically. Weird. Yeah, right? Yeah. And it seems like, for some reason, I always would have thought of it as like something that toy does, but not that the character does. Right. Like, I would figure he would more have, like, lights. Right. Why wasn't he glowing when he was flying through space earlier? Right. Uh, well, because he has to turn it on. Duh. Okay. Yeah. I answered my own question there. Yeah, you did. Boom, boom, bit. boom. 
But yeah, we do have Zerg watching. Mm-hmm. So we finally we have a we have an actor who's we new. Have a new actor. Yay! Uh, goes by the name of uh, Andrew Stanton. Oh, I know that man. Yeah, personally, he's like yeah, you know him personally. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's pretty involved in um he uh, the d- Pixaring. Yeah, he's he's uh the he's one of the directors of this. Yeah, no, no, he's Writer. not. He's one of the writers, yeah. Leon Christian, John Lasseter, and Andrew Sand- and uh, not Andrew Sand- dang it, uh, Ash Brannon are the directors yeah. of this. He's but, yeah. also done a few bit roles, voice roles in some Pixar's. He is uh, in some Pixar's. In yeah. some Pixar's, yeah. Okay, I found out because I was going through his uh, credits for you listeners. I was going through his credits, and in the Bugs Life video game, he voiced Hopper, and I was really confused because Hopper was not. Yeah, but yeah. In the 1998 short, It's Tough to Be a Bug, he played Hopper. Wait, I've never heard of that before. I haven't heard of it until I just was scrolling through this and saw it. It's like the intro to Bug's Life, I guess. Not like intro. No, Jerry's game is the. Okay. Not intro, intro. Like, it's like what Tin Toy is to Toy Story. Oh. Yeah. If we ever do Bug's Life, we gotta look at that. Right. Yes, I've never heard of it before in my life. In toy in Bugs Life itself, he's one of the the bugs that's like attracted to like the light and gets. Zapped. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that him and John Lasseter? I think so. Something like that. Something. Yeah. And then yeah, he's obviously Zerg, and then he's Crush in Finding Nemo. Oh, he is. Yep. Oh, cool! And I'm not super familiar with Cars, but he's Fred. I don't know. Yeah, Cars fans, get at us. Yeah, Cars fans, Who's tell Fred? us who Fred is, please. I don't really know. Uh, oh, that's Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 But yeah, this is the first time we ever see Zerg too. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been talked about. He's kind of just Darth Vader. Yeah. Kind of. Darth Vader adjacent. Right? He's very popular, though. Yeah. With the fans. Yeah. Because he's also, he's not only in this movie pretty prominently, he's in Toy Story 3, kind of, a little bit. Yeah, he is, actually. He gets a little cameo. Yeah. And he was a playable character in the Toy Story 3 game for some reason. I guess just because everyone liked him so much. Yeah. He's a purple thingy in a dress. Some concept art shows him as an a-, a little alien in big robot armor, which is not necessarily <laughs> canon, but wouldn't that be so... Like, a little guy in the helmet or something? Yep. <laughs> but I'm, mm, I'm wondering if this one is maybe human because... Is Zerg actually Buzz's father? Allegedly. Is this actually just a direct Darth Vader thing where he's a dude with robot-like... Implant, like cybernetic, you know, like cyborgness, or is that just something that they say just because it's Toy Story and it's they had to make reference Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly something to look into, right? What is a Zerg? It's a it, who knows a miserable pile of secrets, right? I like his presence in this movie. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm not so sure. I like that they take a long time to just reference Star Wars because, like. Cool, but that doesn't really add that much. Right. I don't know. We'll get into it when it happens. Yeah. But, oh, this was the... This whole running through Zerg's palace stronghold thingy was the last thing that they animated in the movie. Because they basically just based it off of the elevator thing later so Hmm. that when you watch the elevator, you're like, oh, this is just like that. Yeah. Which is neat. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But it, you know, because I always forget that movies are not made in chronological order. Right. Like, when I was a kid, I always thought, oh, that only makes sense. Yeah, like, they filmed this part, then they filmed that part, then they filmed yeah. that part, yeah. But they have the whole thing 
planned ahead of time. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. For the most but part. But you're not thinking that way when you're a child. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Or it's even... Like, it makes sense that, yeah. like, if they're, like, traveling back and forth between, like... Locations. Locations. Yeah. That they're gonna film it here, and then next in the film they go here, so they film it here. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to where they were and film it again. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna move everything. Yeah, it makes and sense. And they're gonna use all the actors all the time, even if they only show up in the beginning and the end. Yeah. They'll just hire them the entire time. Yeah. That was why I was always like, how can they be in this movie and this movie that are coming out, like... <laughs> at the same time. At the same exact right. time. Because <laughs> actors can't work more than... And also, it's weird Because they have to be there the entire time. It's what you think, besides pre-production and all that, post-production, all that kind of stuff, how short the actual filming of a movie is. Right. It's only, like, a couple months. Yeah. To make, and, I, and I'm always think of it as, like, oh, this movie took X long amount to make. It must have been filming the whole time. But no, yeah. of course not. No. It's so, ah, it's interesting. And it's also interesting with this movie, because it had such a short production time, that you wonder, like, they were definitely animating while... Recording Everything else was going on, yeah. I mean, there's there's story beats that change because of the recording. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it at some point, but yeah, it's a whole thing. The gameplay of this, when Buzz is running from the spikes, are you just holding a directional button? Or it might be like you have to, like, like there are games where, like, you tap a button repeatedly to, like, you're just, go as fast as you can. You're just button mashing to run? Yeah. That also sounds really boring. Yeah. This doesn't seem like a good game. Right. It doesn't sound very fun, but, right. like... It, it, uh, so mean, far, the best part of this game was just flying in. Yeah. Honestly. But, I mean, I it's challenging know. enough for Rex. Do you think some <laughs> of this may be because it might be... We've been discussing this as if this is just exactly the game, but, like, the perspectives and everything aren't from first person and all this right. kind of stuff, or it's not even from third person right behind Buzz... Do you think some of this might be Rex's imagination as he plays it? Probably, actually, that makes sense. Because the, but I mean, we see the TV with the good graphics on it. Uh-huh. Is the only thing, but maybe well, that's a cutscene after you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only thing we really see, like, as part of like it being with the TV, is like the very, very end. Mm-hmm. It's like game over. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. so that could yeah. be the game over screen. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's go let's with go. that. Let's yeah. roll with it. Okay. So, after he goes past the spiky things, and there's more Zs, and the floor is just Zs, and everything's a Z, we get, maybe, I think, the best gag in this opening five minutes. Yeah. The source of Zerg's power, which is just a battery. Far and away. That's incredible. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we know this isn't the real one from next minute. No. that This is not the real battery, but... Is Zerg's source of power actually a battery? <laughs> and if so... I really hope it is. If so, is it just... Is this series just made to cash in on toys like Transformers was or something? Like, they just made this to sell toys? Or is this just like... I just think it's just... Does it power his robot armor? Probably. Or does it power his own base? Because... Maybe. I, I would think this would I be think more it's like a, a... I think it's like... There's the battery that says Zerg's power and like he grabs and it turns out that's like a fake battery. <laughs> but like it is like a battery powered but like it's like a much more complex than like... Is it the battery powering him or the battery powering his base? His base, I think. Okay, because I'm thinking of it like the core that they have to shoot in Star Wars through the like the oh. vent. Or maybe even like the tractor beam that Obi-Wan has to cut down or right. shut down. What is his suit powered by then? Does he just have batteries in there? What is Darth Solar. Vader's... Po- suit powered by 
Solar. Does he have to change batteries or plug in at any time? Or go outside in the light all the time? <laughs> like, if it's solar power, does he have to go to a place where there's a sun? Because I feel like he probably does have to go somewhere and recharge. He's on a ship most of his he life. He probably has to go somewhere and recharge, like... Wait, like, this... probably, like, around where, like, was when he got, like, put Mustafar. together. Yeah. So he's, like... Or, no, there's, like, somewhere on the ship that he's, like... <laughs> oh! He'll get, like, a reading in his mask, and it says, like, 15% battery. <laughs> he's gotta go plug in. <laughs> yeah. And he's just sitting there for a while, and he's, like... It's, like, sir, we need you. <laughs> Not now, I'm charging. <laughs> he's, like, about to fight Luke, and he's, like... Can you give me 15 minutes? <laughs> I have a backup battery charge. Or it's like... I just need to change it. <laughs> he walks in and somebody's like charging their cell phone on it. And he's like, I need to recharge. And they're like, what yeah, percent my... are you at? He's like, it's my charger. And then like, he well, I'm, at, I'm at only 5%. I'm at 4%. It's mine. <laughs> okay, and then he just like force chokes up. Let me make just, sure I get this email sent. Just a second. <laughs> Lack of respect for my charger concerns me. The force is strong in this one. It's at a hundred percent. He's got full bars on his force. <laughs> like, if if Darth Vader's suit runs out of power, does he just die, or does he just like comatose, like like RC in the last movie? Probably like RC. <laughs> He's just like laying there. Because like, it was, like I don't know. I mean, it he. It didn't really seem, I can't really say this for sure because it's all like cutscenes and mm-hmm. stuff, but like, it doesn't really seem like Palpatine is in a super big rush to get Anakin, like, after he gets chopped up. Oh, to up. put him into Yeah, a suit. to get him all set up. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's in a super big rush. Yeah, he just kind of walks up there. Yeah. Why does he walk up there? Why does he send, like, a clone trooper, some, some robots? For, like. Robots do everything! Except for. Robots pull rickshaws in this universe. Why aren't they gathering up the almost dead person? Right? And also, he has good enough medical technology to heal Anakin, but they don't have good enough medical technology to deliver twins. Nope. Without the lady dying of a broken heart. Yep. (laughs) She lost the will to live. I.e., we accidentally. Cut one of her vile organs while we're getting the babies out. Buzz, I love the idea of of not Buzz of Darth Vader laying on the ground like I'm out of power. Can someone plug me in? <laughs> and like one of the guys who he force choked but didn't like quite kill is like, oh, oh, I now see. you need me. Now you need me. Okay, well let's talk about my benefits. <laughs> what is in it for me? I was gonna take some vacation time. I'm thinking, uh, I need a couple more vacation days. I think I'm gonna go, uh, hang out on Camino for a while. It's always raining there, but... uh, I like the rain, okay? Uh, actually, no, wait. If you're gonna vacation, I think you should go to Naboo. That's the nicest planet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the other planets are, like, a really crappy biome. You know where it was pretty nice? What? Alderaan. Yeah. Okay, here's a thing that really bugs me. Why, when they went back and made the prequels, did they not make Naboo Alderaan? That would make it so much more, yeah. like, ooh, oh, he's gonna blow this up, and this is where he meets the girl that he likes. Yeah. Well, no, he meets the girl on Tatooine, I guess. But this is, like, where on she was Tinderine. from, and... What? What? On Tinderine? <laughs> Anakin Skywalker swimming. Man, Jeb, we are all about the Star Wars goofs today. Yep. <laughs> he sends his first message, and it's, are you an angel? <laughs> That is his pickup line. It is. There's some angels over by these moons. <laughs> I also love that in Star Wars, angels are not 
metaphorical. They're literal, yeah. Yeah, or or even if they are, like, they're a rumor. Right. But of aliens. Yep. It's like in Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo says, I'll see you in hell. And Star Wars Minute was all like, do they have the concept of afterlife in Star Wars? Do they think that people actually go to... A place. Yeah, or is this, like, a weird translation thing? Is basic actually English, or is this a translation? Like, this is some Tolkien stuff, you know? Yeah. Because then there's, like, yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of things to consider with that, because then there's, like, Yoda and, there's like... a There's a great goof in the, um... Well, and there's ghosts. Mm-hmm. There's a great That's where I was going with that, In yeah. the novelization of A New Hope, though, where Obi-Wan tells Luke even a duck must learn to swim, and Luke's like, what's a duck? <laughs> Even if ducks probably exist on Naboo, or like a duck-like thing, but on Tatooine there's not going to be ducks because there's no water. Yeah. Do you think actually... What's a duck? What if... Does Tatooine have oceans? Because we see it, like, from outside, it just looks like it's all dirt, but it has to have some water, right? Unless they get water, like, shipped to them? Well, they're moisture farmers, so it's in the air, I assume. Oh, yeah. Is it just really humid, then? Probably. Maybe... What if Tatooine, what if it's just an island and, like, 90% of it is water, but they all live on the crappy desert part? Because the beach part is too expensive. Yeah. That's where Jabba should live, by the beach. Yup. Yeah, he should. Jabba's Beach Palace? (laughs) (laughs) He's like... So much money. Right? And he's got, like, what's his assistant dude with who's, like, an A-list Akira, what's it called? The... Dang it, I'm forgetting all those things. What... (laughs) Steve Bannon. I mean, kind of. The dude with the long tentacle, he's, um... I don't know what his name is. Dang it! Now I gotta look, I gotta Google this, because I'm also forgetting the name of species, and that's bugging me, because I know the species, uh, I know it's what Ala Secura is. Twi'lek! Yes, the Twi'leks. Because the Twi'leks, the lady Twi'leks, are blue, and they don't wear very much clothes, and they're mm-hmm. all like, ooh, I'm a sexy alien babe. Yep. And the male Twi'leks are just these, like, gross... Those dudes, yeah, yeah, they're disgusting. With a weird little bumpy thing on their head. Yeah. Oh, their tentacles are called Ieku. <laughs> oh. Uh, what is this guy's name, though? Um... Bib Fortuna! That's him. I'm imagining Bib... There he is! I'm imagining Bib Fortuna in, like, swim trunks. <laughs> well, you don't know what his body looks like. You just know he's got a gross face. Yeah. Maybe Fair. maybe in Legends they had something where he like gets in the speedo and goes to the beach. What would Boba Fett swimwear be like? Would it be also armor, but yeah, like armor skimpier? Yep, like the skimpy armor. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. He's got a rocket launcher. He uses it to play like beach volleyball. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He blows up the ball. Yeah. The last thing. Okay, Buzz comes up to this puzzle. Which is just, you know, platforms. He seems like he's thinking about it, but it's like... It's like these are obviously just puzzles. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is obviously just a path. There's no yeah. puzzle to it. And, you know, he hops on the things, and we have the Also Spark Zard or Cthustro gag, which I, I guess is just the 2001 reference, right? Yeah. Because... The sound? But, here's what I'm thinking, okay? I got deep into this, because, you know, my brother's into, like, philosophy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Also Spark Zard Composed in 1896 by Strauss. This is like the opening of it. And it's famous for being used in a Space Odyssey, which, interestingly, they actually did compose a soundtrack for Space Odyssey. 
but then they used the filler music that they had used before, which is all classical stuff, uh-huh. instead, because it fit better. And the composer for A Space Odyssey didn't know that until he watched the premiere of the movie, and he's like, oh, oh okay. that soundtrack I worked forever on... And this is nothing that I did. You're just gonna use 100-year-old music. Orchestra stuff. Thanks. That's Thanks, great. Guys. That's great. Thank, Thank you, you for letting me know, also. But the music itself, also Zarathustra, is based on... On the book, also brought Zarathustra by Nietzsche, oh. the the philosopher, yeah, the philosopher man, Philosophers. which yeah, because philosopher he uses because um Zoroastrianism, you know, and all that. It's a uh, like kind of founding dude. Zoroaster is in some languages called Zarathustra. So the book is about that guy and about, like, kind of the tenets of, in almost a religious way, like, overcoming humanity mm-hmm. or being, like, becoming, you know, this ubermensch kind of idea. And I had a long, long, long discussion with my brother about it. It's a whole thing. But basically, Nietzsche's thing was we have all these, like, ideas like religion and morality and all this that are mm-hmm. kind of holding us back almost. Right. Because we think of ourselves in limited ways and to become the ubermensch... You kind of have to, yeah, you kind of have to, like, ignore the limits of society. Yeah. And that, in turn, makes you, you can become a better person because you can rebuild everything without the assumptions that we have that some of them sure are good, but, you know, a lot of it's probably just garbage. Yeah. But the thing is, with Nietzsche, real easy to read his stuff and, like, not kind of really get it and then get, like, be a Nazi. Because... Fun! Yeah, like, the whole idea of, like, the ubermensch. Some people looked at this and said, oh, so you're saying that morality and, like, basic rules of society aren't necessarily uh, important or true? Well, that means we can kill a bunch of people. Or that means I'm better than these people, so I'm, you know, so screw them. It's a slippery slope. And it's not about improving yourself now, it's about just destroying all lessers. And, yeah, it's real And by that way, you'll look better comparison yeah and so Nietzsche has this whole kind of this kind of nihilism because it's like oh proto-existentialism of like life doesn't have any meaning so we have to make one but then you see a lot of villains who are like nihilists and they're kind of like faux Nietzsche mm-hmm. people who are like oh nothing matters I'll just destroy everything which is obviously not what that guy was going for so I'm thinking is Zerg trying to destroy Star Command because he thinks that he can do it better or that they're, like, an oppressive force. And maybe he's misguided, but, like, he's this kind of villain who thinks, oh, we'll right. destroy everything because it's unnecessary or because it's holding humanity back right. or whatever, you know, species this is. Is Zerg thinking I'm becoming the Ubermensch and puny Buzz Lightyear's trying to stop me, but he doesn't understand if I, mm-hmm. whatever, destroy some planets or whatever, I can become this ultimate force and, like, maybe he's, you know... This whole idea of a Nietzschean... Not really, because, you know, Nietzsche probably wasn't thinking, oh, and then we'll use this in 40 years to, like, kill a bunch of people. Right. But, like, you know, a lot of villains use this kind of... You know, you can use... This line of thinking as, like... Philosophy is just, like, religion. I mean, it kind of is... They're kind of closely tied. They can be used as tools of oppression or Or as... liberation. yeah. Yeah, they can be used for a lot of things. Yeah. 
And so, you know, you have things like people citing the Bible to say that they can have slavery, and then you have people who are Reverend Martin Luther King. Yeah. And saying, like, hey, no, the Bible says we're all cool. We're all, like... The same. Yeah. Like, God's like, no, y'all are cool. Y'all are all my children. Do some things I said. Yeah. So, like, and Nietzsche's whole thing was, oh, these tools are unnecessary, and we can't just think in the constraints of, okay, I have this thing I can use... Or that thing. I think the kind of grander point from that is that even Nietzsche's philosophies were used Mm -hmm. as a tool. When he was like, guys, we cannot fit, we cannot go under these, like, philosophies and basic tenets that we have. But yeah, I think that's what Zerg's motivations are, which maybe he's his dad and he's like, we can rule the galaxy as father and son, like, Darth Vader? I don't know. That's just, I, I just got really into a rabbit hole thinking about this song and talking to my brother about philosophy, because that's what happens when you think about philosophy. Or maybe just uh, Zerg likes 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah, that's... He's like a big com- Kubrick fan? Yeah, he loves himself some Kubrick. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> He's like, no, the thing about the Shining adaption is, <laughs> Jack Torrance is different than in the book, but you really gotta admire Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack, you gotta Jack love Nicholson. how Jack Nicholson does it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta really love it. And uh, when the monkeys throw the bone up, it's really interesting. The Kubrick, Kubrick. There is a Stanley Kubrick minute, I think, doing stuff. Of his you? movies, or yeah. just like... Um going minute by minute through, like, who Stanley Kubrick is. In this minute, Stanley Kubrick is born. <laughs> and it ends with Stanley Kubrick dying. <laughs> he lived for one minute. Yay. And never directed any movies. That's not true. He did. And he also was really terrible to his actors. But that's all thing. And he's the one who faked the moon landing. Anyway, listeners, watch out for chemtrails and reptilians. Do you have anything else to say about this minute? <laughs> I've been done for like 10 minutes. Cool. Because <laughs> I just wanted to rant about also Sparks Autothustra. But anyway, listeners, until next time, you've got a friend in me. Also, you're my favorite deputy. Is that your Zerg voice? It's Zerg adjacent. It's Zerg adjacent. Yeah. It's Freddy versus adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly that. <laughs> it's a stupid He's joke. A it was. He's a redneck student, this cowboy in the 